Hello there, old and new friends. Welcome to Divine Musing episode 35, The Weight of Expectations. I am Destiny Rambo Corey, and I am so thankful that you have joined me for this journey into scripture, literature, poetry, and prayer as we view them through the light of transformation and growth. Here's something I've been thinking about lately. We begin with a short but direct quote from the man himself, William Shakespeare. Expectation is the root of all heartache. Let's be honest, we all so often lay our head down at night on a pillow of unmet expectations. Some days things seem just fine, and other nights the voices of those expectations whisper in our ears, driving us mad and far away from any kind of sleep. We all have our own opinions of who and what we are and what people should or shouldn't expect from us. We also have our own lists of what we believe we should be able to expect from those around us. We all have our own ideas as to what would make a particular relationship or situation ideal. When I was little, some of my friends and I sat down and wrote in our little Hello Kitty journals a list of what our ideal future husband would be like. I found mine just recently in one of our moves after Joel and I got married, and I was laughing so hard at my description. Uh, apparently, Russell Crowe in Gladiator was my ideal man at the time, and so pretty much everything that I wrote down about my ideal husband had something to do with Russell Crowe and Gladiator, except a little bit taller. <laughs> I know that's such a silly example of an expectation, but how often do we write in our minds lists of what we want or expect from others? Whether we realize it consciously that we do it or not, if we were to pull up a mental file on any member of our family, friend group, love interest, work colleague, government officials, anybody. There would be a thorough list of what we hoped to gain from that relationship and another list of what we wished didn't exist in that relationship. Alexander Pope once said, "'Blessed is he who expects nothing, for he shall never be disappointed.'" That's a bit harsh for my taste, but it does open the floor for a bit more of a gentle thought. Something more like, Blessed is he who has the patience to manage his expectations, for though he may be disheartened, he shall never be crushed. Relationships are complicated. It's a fact that the sooner we can accept, we can learn how to manage. One of the greatest lessons my husband has taught me is literally only five words long. It's just not in them. I found myself sobbing on his shoulder one day recently over some unmet expectations in a familial relationship and was expressing all my hopes and dreams that I thought that relationship should be. I was so upset and feeling robbed over the fact that this person had seemingly failed me. He let me cry it all out, as every good husband should. Uh, but then he looked me in the eye so sweetly and said, 
I know it hurts you that this relationship isn't what you hoped it would be, and I know you're feeling disappointment in this moment, but the things you're trying to get out of that relationship, they just aren't in them. I recently discovered this tiny but stunning book called If by Irish author and missionary Amy Carmichael. Look, it's so little. <laughs> I love little things and I love this little book. Um, the first parts of this book are all of these little free verse poems that all began with the word if and end with the same phrase. For example, if I wonder why something trying is allowed and press for prayer that it may be removed, if I cannot be trusted with any disappointment and cannot go on in peace under any mystery, then I know nothing of Calvary love. Whew. All of the ifs get to me so much, and I highly recommend this little book. I got it for like $6 online. Um, but the thing that I love about it is it starts with the if poems, but then in the back of the book, it goes into these essays about relationships and about love. And I found one that just, oh, it just wrecked me and I was sobbing when I was reading it. And I feel like it's really important to share with you today. You might wanna grab some Kleenex before I dive in. Here we go. The way of love is never an easy way. If our hearts be set on walking in that way, we must be prepared to suffer. It was the way the master went. Should not the servant tread it still? It is possible that we may be enclosed in circumstances which drain natural love till we feel as dry as grass on an Indian hillside under a burning sun. We have toiled for someone dear to us, but never knew it as toil. We have poured out stores of health never to be recovered, but did not know it, nor would we have cared if we had known it, so dearly did we love. And all our hope was that one so cherished would become a minister to others, but it was not so. And then unwillingly, we became aware of a strange unresponsiveness in the one for whom nothing had seemed too much to do of a cold that chilled, a hardness that pushed away as with hard hands the heart that had almost broken to save that life from destruction. Then, but only those who have gone through such a bereft hour will understand, a fear worse than pain has us in its grip. Is the love of the years slipping from us? Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Is that fading from our memory? Love never faileth. Is that love failing now? Shall we find ourselves meeting lovelessness with lovelessness? In such an hour, a poem, now many years old, that expressed a desperate prayer burned into words. Deep unto deep, O Lord, crieth in me. Gathering strength, I come, Lord, unto thee. Jesus of Calvary, smitten for me, ask thou wilt, but give love to me. Yes, ask what you wilt, any hopes, any joys of human affection, any rewards of love, but let not love depart. Nothing ordinary is equal to this new call. Nothing in me suffices for this. 
O Lord of love and Lord of pain, about in me love, love through me, love of God. Psalm 118 verse 8 says, It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in a man. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in princes. As believers, we all want to expect the best in people. We want to see the goodness in every soul and do everything we can to help inspire them to bring it out. But we don't have that power, as much as we sometimes want to think that we do. (laughs) The best thing that we can do is lean into our relationship with divine and allow spirit to do work that only spirit can do. Then we surrender those relationships into hands much greater than ours. As we surrender those relationships, we must also be intentional about surrendering the expectations associated with them. What good is hanging on to something in order to maintain a sense of control when we don't really have any control anyways? All it does is weigh us down, stress us out, and keep us trapped in cycles of dysfunction and pain. Jesus is the only relationship we can wholeheartedly trust not to disappoint us or let us down. I love the way Paul expresses this thought in Romans chapter 10, starting at verse 10. For with the heart a person believes in Christ as Savior, resulting in his justification, that is, being made righteous, being freed of the guilt of sin, and made acceptable to God. And with the mouth he acknowledges and confesses his faith openly, resulting in and confirming his salvation." For the scripture says, whoever believes in him, whoever adheres to, trusts in, and relies on him, will not be disappointed in his expectations. For there is no distinction between Jew and Gentile, for the same Lord is Lord over all of us, and he is abounding in riches, blessings, for all who call on him in faith and prayer." Ephesians chapter 1 verse 17 says, I always pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may grant you a spirit of wisdom and of revelation that gives you a deep and personal and intimate insight into the true knowledge of Him. For we know the Father through the Son. And I pray that the eyes of your heart, the very center and core of your being may be enlightened, flooded with light by the Holy Spirit, so that you will know and cherish the hope, the divine guarantee, the confident expectation to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints, God's people, and so that you will begin to know what the immeasurable and unlimited and surpassing greatness of His active spiritual power is in us who believe. These are in accordance with the working of His mighty strength. He is our confident expectation that will never let us down. If we look to the world around us to satisfy a need that only He can fill, we will forever live in disappointment and walking in circles. 
if we look to the people around us to meet needs that only He is capable of, we will live in constant heartache and in a perpetual state of mourning. I am learning every day how to surrender my expectations and to allow divine to bring patience to walk the journey of life with those around me, to free myself of the burdens that those expectations carry, and to allow things to simply be what they are. Living in the reality that I can't change people, only spirit can, really is the most freeing space that I can hope we all find ourselves someday living in together. If you are in a place where your expectations feel like they have grown so overwhelming and the pain caused when they are unmet tears your heart apart, then why don't we take a moment and pray this prayer together. Divine Creator, I come to you today carrying burdens too heavy for me to bear. You have given me such love for those around me, but I am having a hard time managing that love in a way that is healthy and whole. Meet me in my frailties and help me to surrender the weight of my expectations and to open myself up to receive the peace that comes with that surrender. I recognize today that I do not have the capability or the power to change anyone. That power is yours alone. I also recognize that what I assume would need changing in those around me is not always accurate. I am choosing today to get out of the way and to allow your spirit space to move in and bring healing. You are the only one who always exceeds my expectations, and I dance in the joy of the knowledge of that. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I will leave you with a quote from one of my favorite authors, Haruki Murakami. Whatever it is you're seeking won't come in the form you're expecting. I hope this musing has given you a little something to think about too. Thank you so much for joining me today for Divine Musing. For more information, head over to www.rambocory.com. I would love to connect with you on social media. You can find me at facebook.com forward slash destiny makes music or on Instagram and Twitter at Des Rambo Music.